guys. So this is from Sister Wise Conversation. Just coming in again, totally informal, like we do with Below Deck now. So we're going to jump into the Sister Wise Conversation right now. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to say about this episode is Annie just thinks I'm hot and that I have these rock hard pecs and six pack abs. The fuck? I never laughed so hard in my life as in that moment. He comes out with these dingers every season. And this was the seasons. Last seasons was the knife in the kidneys. And I'm like, wow, sir. But let's go wife by wife. Luckily, we didn't have a lot of Rob in this episode. Thank the Lord. So we really only have the the three to talk about. So I'll talk about Mary first. So Mary... I think she's doing what's best for her in moving to the b and I'm happy she's moving ahead with that. Um, so I'm 100% all for it. There's nothing holding her and Flagstaff, and she knows it. And the fact that she still says that, like, she doesn't want to, quote-unquote, abandon her relationship with Cody, and I'm like, He's abandoned the relationship with you years ago. So, you know, like, there's nothing here holding you. So I'm happy she's doing it. Um, so I got all the power to her. Um, I liked how my sister wife's closet came, made a little bit of a comeback here. Um, so yeah, good. I'm, I'm happy for her and that she's doing what's right for her. Um, you know, the one thing I'll mention that we don't obviously see this week, we see next week, um, Robin kind of like saying, you know, basically don't leave and do what you gotta do here kind of thing. And it's like, how can you be so selfish? There's nothing keeping her here. Her marriage has imploded and has been in the stage of implode for the past just under 10 years now there's there's no point there's no point and it's selfish of her to expect mary to stick around for that like i don't understand why she has this expectation and it's clear that you know cody doesn't care what she does um but we'll get to him in a minute. But um, yeah, I just, I'm happy for her. I'm happy she's making that move. And I'm hoping with this, we will see her finally get to the point where she's, she's done. And I think that will be happening from what I, I've heard um, from other podcasts that we are going to see it and I'm happy for it. So it's basically it. I, all I have to say on Mary. I don't think I'm missing anything. Um, Christine. So with Christine, 
I'm happy to see that she is going to be seeing a matchmaker, although I'm confused a little bit because she says in this moment that she isn't ready to date. So why are you going to a matchmaker? Because I feel like that's what happens. You date. Um, but whatever makes her happy, makes me happy. I'm happy to see it. And she's ready to start a process, I guess, and more power to her. It's not easy. And um, I also don't need to picture Tony trying all flavors. I, I don't need that in my life. Anyway, I don't think there's much else. The only thing I'll say, I kind of will say away into Janelle, is... Maybe it's kind of going a little ahead here, but the only thing I had an issue, I'm starting to kind of see is one minute we kind of see and we'll talk about Janelle saying that she isn't 100% letting go, but then when she is with Christine, maybe some time has elapsed, we don't know, but she's with Christine and she says, I don't want to be married anymore. So I'm starting to wonder, and this is not on Christine, this is more on Janelle, but I'm starting to wonder if Janelle is kind of following fashion here. I mean, I'm not upset about it. I want him to be miserable, but like, I'm just curious about that. So let's say we into Janelle. So Janelle, I wasn't expecting her to say that she was going to um, separate but still be with him, I guess. Like, work on the situation, work on the problems with him, but just stay separate, which, fine. And he seems to take that well, as well as you guys he can, I guess, I don't care, but, like, he's taking it well, he said that's more than Christine did, I mean, mm. <sighs> it's hard for me to not understand what he's talking about here, just because, like, Christine was kind of the wife that had to have her, I always felt that way about Christine, but at the same time, I think there's a lot more that was going on that's not just on her in this case. But I, I don't, I didn't really have an issue with that, with him saying that. Um, but again, at the same time, it's kind of like they're having this conversation, they're talking about the, the, everything, and he says like, you know, my adult children, I can't tell them what they can and can't do blah 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 whatever the hell and I'm just like okay but yeah or you know what I mean and then for him to say to her that or he didn't say it to her I can't remember but for him to say that you know my older children don't need me in the same way as my younger children I mean in the grand scheme of things Yes, your older children don't need you in the same way, but they still need you. 
It's just different. And I think that, I think really and truly, this is a father who doesn't know how to handle adult children, which is probably the main reason he became a polygamist in the first place, because he can constantly have small children. He can constantly have that. Now, he still has the, the children under 18, but he has more children that are over the age of 18. And I just think he doesn't know how to handle them. I think that's the main thing. He just doesn't know how to be a father to older, to, um, older children. I think that's the main thing here. And then him kind of saying that I can't remember which one it was, but one of the sons called, um, as we know already, called Robin and, you know, blamed her for the COVID stuff. I mean, were, were they going over and beyond what the CDC said 100%? But, I don't know, I, I understand their frustration and finding someone they can blame. But I know for a fact, whether you, we agree with him or we don't agree with him, we know if we were to talk to an adult in that way, when it's not warranted, because I don't know if it was warranted, I don't know if Robin did something or said something to piss the kids off, but if it wasn't warranted, and they're talking to her in this way. Worse things would have happened than him not talking to the kids. Now, how he's handled it since then, I don't agree with. But I don't disagree with him saying you need to apologize. Whether, and that's beautiful and beyond whether or not we agree. Because I agree. I, I don't think necessarily Robin was pushing it, but I think Robin was encouraging it and was the only one encouraging it. So I think he really piggybacked on that. Um, and trying to save his children from COVID because they could die. And it's like, okay, yes, people are dying from COVID. Um, no doubt about it, but. There were more people getting COVID and surviving COVID than not. So, you know, he took it to an extreme. There's no doubt. The other thing, though, that I, again, hate to agree with him on, but I do agree with him on, is... Now, I'm not saying he should have agreed with them kicking the kids out or anything like that if they didn't have the means to be kicked out or, or anywhere to go to if they were kicked out. Um, I find some parents will just leave it at that or too quick to kick their children out of their homes when it's not the way to go. But I, I don't disagree with him saying you can't fucking socialize during a global pandemic, potentially get COVID, bring it home. I'm supposed to be coming home to spend time with you, spend time with, with Janelle, and then go back to Robin, who has small kids who could catch this. 
And then not to mention, there was no way of knowing how certain conditions or illnesses could be affected by COVID. And with her older son being autistic, it's just, we don't know. We don't know. Um, or if there was any other thing going on, like, you know, and actually you may not know that, like, for example, you know, you know, my mom aside, obviously, because, you know, she had her own issues, but like, even my brother, even my brother had to be like, okay, he's had pneumonia when he was, when he was younger. His lungs are not at the capacity of what they could have been if he didn't have pneumonia. And we didn't know how COVID would affect him. You don't have to think about those things. So I don't disagree. And I'm not talking about them working as if they are working, making a living. You're masking up, that's fine, whatever. But not all of us got to be able to see our partners. And they were out there and, and living life with their girlfriends or whatever. That's the problem. That's the main problem. And I don't disagree with them in the height of the global pandemic. I had to be careful too. I didn't live in the home with, with, um, I'm not going to use his name, my boyfriend. Um, but you still had to be careful. You know, you get to a point, yes, but you, you know, you lose your mind. I'm not, there's no guarantee, there's no denying that. But, um, when you're dealing with small children, you know, yeah. Yeah. So they they were never doing the right thing. So I don't disagree with him on that. I think Janelle was too lenient on, on them on that. You know, so I don't disagree with him there. It's just how he's handled it since. You know what I mean? And that all aside, it doesn't mean that you can't spend time with Savannah, call Savannah on Christmas, give your child a Christmas gift. It doesn't change any of those things. So I don't disagree. On the other hand, with Janelle saying, my kids, you're not in my kids' life, your kids' life. You're not in their lives. There's this tension, and you're creating more tension now with Savannah. So how how do I maintain a relationship with you? You know, I don't understand why she misses him. I just don't. I don't get it. What do you miss? You miss what was. You don't miss what is. So I think I've covered a lot. I don't think I have much more to say unless there's anything that you jog my memory on. But yeah, I think covered everything. Um, so yeah. All right. So when it comes to Cody and his six pack and his nice pecs and no, disgusting. Like Christine isn't into that. She doesn't want that anymore. Like, she's not attracted to you. For me, if someone was to say that I am not sexually attracted to you or physically attracted to you, 
we're done. Like, I'm not going to waste my time. Like, the moment you tell me that you are no longer attracted to me in a sexual or physical manner, then there's no point in a marriage or in relationship because I'm not going to stay with you. So him saying that, he's an idiot. Like, he's a complete fool. Like, I had a laugh at that as well. And I'm just like, you're, you're, a, you're, an, you're an ass. And it's <laughs> funny you mentioned because like, oh, the knife in the kidney. Shut up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just he's so immature and so childish and dumb. Just stupid. Stupid. Okay, so when it comes to Mary, I am very, very, very happy with her decision and her choices, you know, moving to the B&B and doing what she needs to do. And mentally, she knows that Cody doesn't want anything to do with her or any of that aspect. Like she knows, like for so long, this person has been, you know, giving you hints and telling you straight up like, you know, there's nothing there. Don't want anything with you. There's nothing for us anymore. Goodbye. We're done. I understand that she was hoping and hoping and hoping and praying on it and so forth and whatnot. But, you know, at some point in your life, you have to come to a conclusion, be like, hey, this person really and truly does not want me. No matter how much I try, no matter how much I, you know, talk and wish and hope and stuff like that, it's just not, this person is not going to change his attitude towards me. And that's, you know, that's okay. Because he's not obligated to change his mind, his opinion, his feelings, his thoughts. He doesn't have to, you know. So I'm happy for her and I'm proud of her that she's actually, you know, finding a way to go on about her life. Now, if she wants to continue a friendship with Robin, fine, so be it. You know, them two can have that friendship. I don't think there's any harm. Well, I don't think there's any problem with them having a relationship i do think that there is harm because her you know continuing to be friends with robin and stuff like that robin is still attached to cody by marriage and these children and so forth so to me that's just like you're still kind of hurting yourself in a way because you know this woman is with a person that you want to be with and that you still have love for and care for and you know you want things with this person but this person doesn't want you but here's this woman who has everything that you want from this man. And, you know, I think that's kind of, it's kind of hurtful because she still has to deal with that if she is going to maintain that friendship with Robin. Um, so, yeah. Um, when it comes to Janelle and Cody sitting down and having that conversation, I feel feel that she misses the physical him that's what i feel that she misses him in her bed and them having the conversations the talking the cuddling the this the that the third i think she misses that aspect of it now could she be following in christine's footsteps into leading a divorce or doesn't and or you know wants to continue being separated from Cody, probably, because, you know, Janelle is the only friend that Christine have. They they only have each other pretty much. And, you know, the two of them don't speak to Mary, don't speak to Robin. 
and so forth. Like she's the only person that she has. So I can kind of see where she's going in that direction of, hey, maybe, you know, I should follow Christine. I think I need to follow Christine and, you know, do what's right for me and what's best for me. Now, she has no ties. You know, the only tie that she has is with Cody. I don't think that she needs to stay in Flagstaff because you have this person that, you know, is so butthurt about, um, uh, what's her face, about Christine leaving. And that's all he cares about. Like, that's, he's so in pain and hurt. But what about her pain and hurt? But yeah. <sighs> Him not speaking to his daughter, like, um, since, since her birthday is absolutely insane to me. Um, him not trying to reach out to her or connect with her or anything of that nature. That is, you know, I find that very upsetting and very hurtful. It doesn't matter how old you are, um, as a child. Like, you know, you could be six, seven, 28, 30, 40. You know, you're going to need your parents. You still want your parents. You still need your parents. So I, I, it's hard to know that, oh, Cody is saying that, oh, you know, my little children need me more. And, you know, I don't really have to attend to my adult children. Your adult children still need you. You know, they need you in certain aspects, whether to shave or be a man or this, this is what a man does or, you know, that father-daughter bond you know, how a man is supposed to treat a woman type of thing. So I think that he's completely wrong for saying that his older children or his adult children don't need him. I don't agree with that at all. When it comes to Christine and her children and, you know, um, her son's blaming Robin for this COVID thing and, you know, the whole the whole thing of what the CBC said and so forth and whatnot, the family did take it to more extreme levels. And I understand, you know, everyone at that time had to stay away from people and had to, you know, stay in your corner, stay in your lane and this and that and third and whatnot. It was hard. It was hard for everybody, you know, people who are not on a TV show, just families in general, people who have loved ones, relationships, you know, friendships. It was very difficult for everyone. So I don't blame Cody for putting measures or strict measures, you know, for his family. And I don't necessarily blame Robin either because she followed what the protocol was. And at some point in time, you have to respect what the man of the house is saying. You know, like he is trying every bit of his way to protect his family. And if Christine couldn't see that with letting her boys do this and that and the third, then that's an issue right there because you know, if you're working, fine. But the fact that you're going out there and socializing with people that are not in your circle type of thing, that's not the best of things to do in that time because you don't know who has it from who doesn't have it, who's who's um asymptomatic or whatever the case may be. Like it's it's hard. So I do agree with her being very lenient with her boys. I don't think she should have been that lenient when it came to her when it came to her children or her boys or however she wants to, um, you know, put it that way and whatnot. Um, so when it comes to Christine, when it comes to Christine, um, her saying, okay, you know, she wants to do a matchmaker and, 
here's all of my information. Here's all of my family history, this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. But then you're going back and saying that you're not ready to date. So if you're not ready to date, what's the point of you meeting with a matchmaker? What's the point here? But we know that the show is kind of older than real life right now because, you know, she's she's engaged, she's getting married and so forth and whatnot. So clearly she was ready at that point in time or on her own time, she was ready to mix and mingle and test the waters and stuff like that. Not saying that she had to go and test every um, ice cream flavor out there. Thank goodness she didn't do that. She has more class than her daughter's husband, because that's disgusting. I wouldn't want to be with a person that has tested every single ice cream flavor out there. That's just not my cup of tea. No ma'am, no ham, no thank you. Nasty. Your balls should have dropped off. Um, But yeah, it's it's just weird that, you know, one point she's ready to say, hey, I want to, you know, be with a matchmaker. I want to see a matchmaker and see what see what's out there for me. And then two twos, you're saying, hey, um, I don't think I'm ready to even date or to do this or to do that. But, you know, things change overnight sometimes. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm happy for her now that she's in a she's in a better place, better mindset. She seems to be happy in her engagement and her relationship with this new person and you know, getting married. So I am happy for them. Um, Cody, on the other hand, there's not much I have to speak on him. I do agree with him wanting to protect his family. That's, you know, that's your number one priority is to protect your family. Um, now I will say that I do agree with you on saying that he doesn't know how to be a father to his adult children. Um, adult children go through so much more things than, you know, little children at this point in time. Um, you know, little children just want to jump around and play and be a pain in the ass where you have adult children that need you. Um, not necessarily need your attention, but they need your love and they need your guidance. And they may want to ask you questions that they are unable to ask their mothers. So I can't agree with the fact of what he's saying on, you know, that his bigger children you know, doesn't need him as much and this and that and third. That's not true in my opinion. I don't agree with that. But um, you know, I'm 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 interested in seeing the next episode of where Janelle says to him, you know, I not says to him, sorry, says to Christine that she doesn't want to be married to Cody anymore and so forth and whatnot. So that I'm excited to see and I want to I want to know the rest of the story and what's going on and you know like that's it's wow it's there's a lot I'm I'm very happy that Robin wasn't 100% in this episode thank god um but yeah it's um it's a lot of things are going in the direction that Cody doesn't want them to go in but hey when it comes to Mary, he can give two shits. But when it comes to Janelle and Christine, it's just not going for him how he would want it, it to be. But if you're showing favoritism to one wife and don't give two shits about one wife and then, you know, are trying to figure out life with the other two that don't necessarily want you anymore. It's like, where where's your priorities? Your priorities are not with your older children. 
your priorities are not with your two other wives or one with your ex-wife and soon to be ex-wife at this point. And then you have Mary who's just striking along, striking along like a little deer in headlights. Don't know what to do. So that's my take on the episode and I'm ready for next week's episode. So we shall see what's going to happen. Okay, so just as a level you should know, for those who don't know, um, this Sister Wives season has been, was filmed back in late 2021. And from my understanding, I got this from another podcast. I believe it's Sister Wives podcast left should be multiplied. I think I got that correct. I listened to a collab between them and um, Reality Gaze, so don't actually listen to their podcast. But um, from my understanding, it started in late 2021 into uh, late 2022, around November 2022, which is just me giving that information since Letitia mentioned that it is um, a little old on what we're seeing here because we do know that Christine is engaged to someone new now and is going to be getting married soon. So just to preface that, just wanted to put that timeline out there. But that is the end for this week's Sister Wives. Well, technically last week's Sister Wives. Again, Apologize for this being late, but hopefully we should be able to get the newest week, which was tonight's episode, um, out to you a lot sooner than we did this week. And, and of course, as mentioned in a, another podcast, can't remember which one, I guess I recorded two others today that, um, I will be putting these out now as bonus episodes, similarly to what I'm doing with Below Deck Men now. So he won't be, it won't be tapped on to the end of another episode. It will be its own singular episode now as a bonus episode. So with that being said, that's it here, guys. Thank you again. Gonna keep it completely informal, but you can rate, subscribe to this podcast you can rate review on apple Podcasts and spotify new website solo.to forward slash reality t times two and also have a new podcast called next date podcast with my friend mikhail all of that information for that new podcast will be in the show notes again all of the show note information will be there but otherwise I think that's it. So that's it for now, guys. Bye.